Blog Talk Radio. Smoke Rules Radio, California Cannabis Hemp Initiative.
and they turn into all these little cubes, little shiny cubes. They're a little pokey, so you got to be careful. And so it's so nice that there's some people that do that here. So that's leading me to being that, like, they didn't get, like, that much except for my herbs. <laughs> I was like, I, I, need, I need the herbs that I do. You know, herbs are fun. Uh, ah, things become alive. They vibrate on their own. So I'll check out some of the Washington herbs coming up here soon enough. Because as as a cop was telling me last night that uh, marijuana is legal here now, and you just really didn't care at all about it. Now they got their their metabolite testing system going. Like you're out there steering down the road. (laughs) You got one blunt in one hand, blunt in another, but he's got a blunt. The whole car is just a hot box, right? And, uh, well, uh, he's curious. And so they're getting their tests going to test people because within uh, 45 minutes, the active metabolite, metabolites disappear. And we're all techno, 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 narnar. And so we're just all, no, all the science stuff. And so figure out what's active, what's not. I don't know. These guys will shine a light in the mouth right away. Bing! Hey, look, we see cannabis resin. You're like, whoa, how do you know if it's active or not? In the, in the bloodstream, they want to they jab you with a needle or, or do like a little blood test, a little pinprick. Talking with the tow truck driver last night, this little like test that will take you straight to the hospital, find out your alcohol and other drug percentages because they call it holding on the inside. They're like, oh, it's just for alcohol, but we want to see what else you might be holding in your blood. It's like your blood is one big plastic baggie, and if it's holding any of these narcotics, then they can hold you accountable and get you for it. So, be careful. Be careful. Go go in there for one thing, and uh, they find 16 other things 16 other things to hold you down. Yeah, well, that's the system. The system's trying to make money. It's geared to arrest people. And the more people it arrests, the more money it makes. The more money it gets the next year. And the system keeps going. And it builds and builds and builds until it's the prison system. And we just live in the prison land. The land of the prisons. You know, it's either... Grabbing a hundred twenty thousand dollar a year job, living it up. I mean, that's not even living it up. That's just like letting you think you're living it up, right? With sixty hours a week taken out of your life, no time to like live life now. And you run back and forth, back and forth from the office to the home, to the commute, passing all these little tent cities of people living on the streets. And looking around, I'm like, there's these tent cities, but there actually should be more. There's been homeless sweeps going on in Washington, in Seattle, California too. But more of them were a few years ago, but they just keep coming back. Sweep the city. And where do they sweep them to? Under the rug in a facility I mean, they're not going around trying to help improve people's lives. Uh, hey, I understand 
you're living on the street, you have poor nutrition, so it's hard to make proper decisions. Um, you have other, whatever toxins or pathogens in your blood. Here, let's let's help clean you out, detox you, clean you, help educate you some in areas you'd like to be educated, help you think clearly, and release you back into the wild. I mean, is that what they're doing? Because the cement concrete boxes that they throw people in with cages and bars is not really like a growing environment. You know, it's, all right, you're homeless, it's against the law. You know, oh, you arrested me for being homeless? No, I arrested you because you picked up that piece, you dropped that piece of litter or for something else, but, or for harassing an officer when he's arresting someone or for all these crimes that they just like chase down all the street kids for, they're like, Oh, are you going to do something? Oh, you are getting fined for trying to sell your art on the street without a permit, but getting the permits impossible. Or you're not within the proper squares. Like in Santa Cruz, there's these little lines that they had for a while. You had to have your table right within the, these little square lines. Then you could put your stuff out there and then, they start just getting rid of the lines, the little markers, and getting rid of them, getting rid of them. I mean, I was there when they got rid of that, when they got rid of benches. There used to be these benches at the corner. You know, you could sit down and do stuff, but people are just hanging out downtown. You don't go downtown except to consume. What are you thinking? Everybody's just got to go to town and to consume. So being that there's people hanging out downtown that are not consumers, they're not like the high-end consumers. You know, the little consuming, you know, the high-end, no. It's catered for them, and they don't need chairs. They can get chairs in their stores. So the streets just become more and more desolate and less friendly. Ten feet from the entrance to a building, or 20 feet if you're panhandling, Smoke a cigarette at the ten. Some towns, smoking downtown's against the law. You can't smoke a cigarette. Ergo, you can't smoke a joint. It's just systematic oppression. After they've oppressed people to one level, and they've done it thoroughly enough, they go on to the next. It's systematic. It's simple. It's real simple. It's just keep their budgets going, keep their funds coming, and everything will be all right. <laughs> you know? It's just like it, humanity, we, we just got issues with this. I can't, you can't say capitalism because capitalism has been around way before English or any of the spoken languages today, way before any of these languages people have been selling stuff on a free trade-ish kind of market or a limited trade, depending on if you were selling in the King's Bazaar or such back in the nobility or or what, whatever it is to beat out the competition. Because competition is just annoying. When there's something that you want, be it a girl, be it money, a product, be it to sell, be it for whatever. Nobody wants to compete. Fuck that. 
who wants somebody else trying to get what I want? You know, straight up. And so a lot of it is people just beating out the competition any way they can. And it's Proposition 64 is one big load of beat out the competition. The AB266 is already beating up the existing medical dispensaries. From what I've been hearing, Washington has been having a lot of issues, and many proponents are very adamant against Prop 64 for what's happened in Washington a few years ago, and that they just destroyed their medical community, and everything with marijuana is all recreational now. And that's, you know, it's okay. Recreational, right, right. But when it comes down to it, Is it really recreational? Like, you say I can smoke, but I, can I still hold a job? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. You cannot. If you're driving a truck or anything that someone may deem as dangerous, dangerous lives, lives could be at risk. If you're interacting with federal contracts, A marijuana is not legal. Um, medical marijuana is not legal either. If there's there's like a laundry list of okay, we said it's legal, but it's not really legal. You can do, you can smoke it, but you can't have like the job you want. You know, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Come again. You know. It's, it's go enjoy the smoke, but uh, you know these contracts. They say you know it's maybe they do, maybe they don't. Some of some companies really don't care, and if there's poor performance on the job, it'll be immediately seen. So it's like this is going to work. It's like hey, what's up? I mean, okay. Depending what kind of job you got, no, right? <laughs> but you know, you go to work and it's like, "Hey, I'm here to work. I'm here to be on the level of my clients." And I like to like, I'm in a service industry, so a lot of people I work with are really stressed, and it's really rubbed away my ability to be stressed regularly. Because I'm around so many people that are just, this isn't working, that's not working, this isn't working. They need someone that's like a solid steed. But it's just like some people, they expect that you absorb their stress. I hate that. I'm so stressed, I'm so stressed, I'm so stressed. Now, you're stressed too, right? And so that makes people even more stressed when I'm just like, what? <laughs> not here to get stressed, you know. Like, I, I feel my own stresses in the world. I don't want to bring them to anybody in person. You know, I, I don't. I don't want to stress people out by writing too. But I know that's that's probably my biggest stressor in the world. It's just words that I can't deliver in person that maybe could have been crafted 
in different ways for this reason or that reason. I, I have my stressors out there in the world too. It's just like I, I repair them in computer things, and that that part's simple. But the not simple part is human interaction. Computers are all the same. People, no. no, 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 no. You ask any tarot card reader, and they'll tell you people are not the same. People have really amazing, beautiful similarities. There's like traits that go through people that some people carry the same similar traits. But really, people are so diverse. A person is a deck of tarot, all the different personalities, some way more than another. But one person is not just a sentence. There's so much more about what comes out of someone and what can be created and made. And here at Smoke Rules Radio, we're doing an in-depth expose on how life is. People treat it in-depth. I'm taking it to the faces of the people. It's not recorded, except in my mind and eyes and experiences. What I can do is take this experience I have with seeing that don't panic. Bring your towel with you when you're traveling interstellar. Like a lot of the world, it's not about how we perceive it, is how we, how we interface, is that the best way? How we touch it? Um, like with animals. Animals are so, they're jumpy all over because this world that they're in, there's all these loud noises going on. And you come up to an animal and you show that, not like show, like a dance, like the opposite of a dance. It's a relaxed stance and give an animal a chance to see that with its own two eyes. Animals will come right up to you. Now that like you see this in children, the grabbing, like they physically they see with their eyes and must touch with the hands. Eyes, hand, instant thought. Animals don't like that. Some, some puppies are really rough houses. They don't, they don't really care. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But a lot of animals are, are you grabbing at me too quickly? Are you soft? Are you interesting? And for cats, for instance, you know, they measure up creatures around them. Older cats have gotten to the point where they're like, step on me, whatever. I'm not moving. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> you know, everything. But, most most animals are you know they ju- they jump out of the way because something might fall on them or something might uh, not that they're always on edge just our um, quick reflexes are there and so if we like when you're walking around a horse you always want to put your your hand on the horse's rump so it knows where you are as you're moving around and I've I've been lucky enough not to have been kicked by a horse. But if if a horse is startled, it's got legs, these thighs will just boom, I've been kicked. They're, they weren't very happy. 
Not at all. And also wear steel-toed shoes because where they stand, they don't like stand on us because we're squishy, as as my second dad would say. <laughs> you know, they, they just want to do their thing. They're just enjoying life. They're just philosophizing about the next grass or grain that they chew on. Horses' life is simple. And animals' life is simple. Like, we think about all these mammals that have been here for a really long time without understandable languages from our side. Like, they've got a lot of the physical, you know, languages. Faces, mammals, and lizards have faces. And these faces communicate just through looks. Um, facial muscle muscle pulls. So it's like we're so like related. Like everything on this planet already has like a playbook of how our how our faces react and move. It's like this THC co- chemical compound is designer compound. Like it was designed to interface with us. Designed to be able to connect with this because we've, we've grown up with it on the planet. It's been part of us and we found it. It called to us. The plant called us. The smell alone entices creatures. And obviously, this plant with its capabilities of relaxing Mammals evolved around other mammals, too. Like, who eats the cannabis plant? The bunnies, the squirrels, the mice and the rats. These are the creatures that that plant evolved around because the the mouse or the rat would come in or marmot or whatever it is back in the day, but the mammal, I don't know about lizards, I got to research if lizards grab vines, but they're thirsty too. They grab the branch, break it off, and drag it to their place that whole time. Seeds dropping, ding, 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 ding. You know, one out of every every hundred plants, you know, maybe a thousand plants, one of the branches dragged. There's a whole bunch of seeds. Seeds get dragged further uphill or, or wherever. The birds, the birds, of course. The birds just love hemp seeds, you know? And any creature that's sitting up there on a big old cola, just just pecking away. Oh, oh, just smelling so good, right? Right, you just, that little prehistoric bird, just, just oh, man, that, somehow was able to spread cannabis across the whole planet before humans did. Now, humans, we've been dancing on this earth a long time. And we've spread things all over the planet. There's, is it in Wisconsin, there's, there's herb growing wildly? Just, that's just what it does. It just grows. We did not hand plant it there. There's in Arizona. There's the 
I had mentioned this once before on a, another show. There's um, the wolfberry. The wolfberry, this little red berry that is been growing in Arizona, New Mexico for a long time. But it's not from there. It is from the Himalayas because it's related to goji berries. And how would this berry get halfway across the planet, right? I mean, some birds could really fly, but they're to a climate that is not <laughs> the best for it. You know, the, the goji berry likes the Himalayas. It likes the Kush. It likes the steamy. It likes the heat. I uh, I grew a goji plant, and they take they take up many many years. They um, they grow so quick if you feed them like good nutrients. If you're a grower and you grow herb, start some gojis out, and it's like they're real easy. It's just like little seeds. Just make sure you have them covered because the birds will eat the heck out of the sproutings, and the and the animals will carry the sproutings away because they're really 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 tasty. It's like Japanese make a salad out of goji leaf but take your nutrients that you're growing the herb with whatever vegetative stage for sure because it takes three plus three years for the first quote-unquote berry um i think or is that flower berry the flower something like that and so it's it's the creature needs a little time so if you're doing the uh the light depth definitely rush it along get it further off in in stage but oh, I fed it some of this really it had like cow mag in it, had like probably some of the seaweed. And I swear, oh, I saw the leaves just grow that day. It's like oh wow, and this this plant can survive harsh climates. It looks dead during the winter, like all the leaves fall off. It looks like it's a dead branch. But then all of a sudden, like starts to warm up, and like little leaves pop on. Oh, gojis. Gojis are amazing. If if you do a month of gojis, a uh, handful, two to three times a day. Now, you might need to wean into it because some people have candidiasis or other things wrong with their gut. And so if you throw a whole bunch of alkaline at once into a gut, it's not good. You gotta, it's got to kind of balance it and, and go in carefully. And either do like a massive, massive, massive like monster flush with was it baking soda too or, or something like that um, without the aluminum. Just to get as much as you can alkaline, that might be able to help out a lot. And then do, do the ounce a day. Because I've I had a dog one. Okay, don't feed a dog a whole bunch of goji berries at once. Because a lot of dog systems are filled with pathogens and bacteria. And goji berries are dried fruit. The dog will love them. But then they expand in the dog's belly. Because dogs don't chew. Dogs need to chew. And the berry itself is, if you don't chew it up, the body can't break it down because it's too alkaline. The acids just, bleh, just get inert right when it gets to it. The best way that I've found, if, if you're not really in the chewing mood, is... You freeze the heck out of them 
get them nice and frozen because they've got these oils in it to make them nice and crisp. And then you throw them in your, your blender, your little magic bullet, and vroom, vroom, and it powders them. And once they're in the powder form, you can do whatever you want with it. Smoothie it, granola bar it, just straight eat it from there. Um, they're really, really, really amazing. Now, even in vinegar, put a bunch of goji berries and vinegar. Ooh, that tastes, <laughs> that brings back some memories. Like, you know, it's like some flavor is just like, because it, it adds this like, this caramelization. I think I also added some long yon berries to it, too. And those are good. Oh, man, I miss, I miss having, having those ones with goji berries and the vinegar. That was good. I like that. And long yon, that helps with elasticity. In the health. Pickling is amazing. Now, I haven't heard too much of cannabis pickled items, and that's, I'm going to keep my eye out for that. You know, I just keep a little scratch around the side. Because there's got to be a way to, to pickle. I mean, there's a curing process of drying. Now, if there's a way to, like, yeah. I mean, throw whole nugs in alcohol, like brand new, fresh nugs in alcohol. Oh, that would be amazing. Or, or whatever. Oh, what, whatever solvent or, or some like straight fresh nug. And some people like these presses these days. They just crush it down. There's so many ways to get your fix, to get just a, your little grind on your ganja. You know, it's and and there's so many people that want to be selling you how to do it. We'll we'll tell you how to do it. We'll give you the opportunity to get stoned, but you've got to give us your money. You can no longer give it to the hippies because the hippies are being run out of the cannabis market. The people that have been taking so much love and care. Hey, there's corporate hippies too. You know, people take their knowledge, take their skills, and walk into a multi-billion, well, yeah, multi-billion dollar industry with their skills. It's not a sellout. It's just an upgrade. You know, it's people really into something. And if it's popular, a lot of people do it. But just getting to the point where it's me and my buddies get to do it, not you and your cronies. So it's it's a who who's who's the awesomest person that gets to sell the marijuana? Who is my buddy? Ah, let's t- take a look at the Zinga Zang rocking it right here, making the world happen. Get a little tunes, yeah, like a little fun on the run, run. Get a little smoke on the little toki. Toki Binoki. Yeah, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. This is Smoke Rules Radio. Straight from the cuff. Uh, don't really got, like, a big agenda on what I got to talk about. It's mostly just my my voice out there talking about the cannabis with the experience that I've seen in, in these few moments, flash seconds on this planet where I'm here now and then I'm gone the next. And what I can leave behind is hopefully some good insights, some good scribes, some good flavor. And a little later in the show, we'll, we'll jump out a little of the, uh, 
the poetic mayhem that uh, I force upon the Instagram crowd. Force uh, Jason's emotions. Some poems are really awesome, but sometimes it's like you got a straight freaking poet vomit. You got a freaking force out of you. Because you don't just keep heaving whatever's in you, it'll just go stagnant. You don't just keep festering. You just leave it in there. You leave it fester. You get older and you won't know what the difference is. You don't really know how to change, to be different, how to grow, how to listen. You'll just be festering. You just want to get it out there. So I know a good amount of my, my writings are just like brain burps. Just like how the, the heart is like trying to send like smoke signals to the brain and the brain's trying to read it and understand. And my amygdala's trying to go. go, 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 go. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I was doing some research today on, uh, MDMA, and it affects the part of the brain, the amygdala. And that helps with a lot of, like, the social anxiety and the other other things people have difficulty with in the communication world. And uh, I dig it, you know. It's, it's really hard to make sure one gets something that's pure, of course. But if you are self-therapy, th- self I wouldn't say self-medicate. I would say self-therapy, because we all know there's there's that that one inside us that is uninhibited. That's just like throw everything out there, just get it. That has it all proper. That most popular person in the world just waiting to step out and from within. That's that's just unwithholding to any bullshit that's been pushed upon us. And that person's in us. And it's difficult to get to that person. A lot of times, smoking herb, people are able to hang out with that person and relax. Effort, be like, oh, yeah. Relax and not as many worries. Maybe maybe when drinking, people are able to hang out with that person and be like, yeah, woo, pain-free, buddy. Yeah, this person's got no pain. Yeah. And with the, uh, with the Miss Molly... Finding ways to uh, be a little more open, be more serotonin release in the mind, helping helping the neurons connect, helping their uh, no focus on depression, focus focus on in- enjoyment and being perceptive to others and being open to how other people affect ones. Um, and it's slowing one's mind down too. I would say, because I'm I'm super ADD, ADHD, hyperactive little monkey spawn, jumping all over the world. I had some coffee yesterday, and then my legs kicked in. Oh. <clears throat> the uh, the world, how how I affect it, and when getting in groups, you know, sitting there talking on a microphone, that's easy. You know, I just pretend no one's listening, right? There's nobody out there. It's just me. I'm just staring off at the trees, just having fun, singing, rhyming. Oh, yeah, I got to rhyme. I like to rhyme. Um, there's nobody out there, you know, so that's so much easier. In front of an audience, 
that'd, that'd be that'd be fun. You get a little practice with that, with you know, because you see the audience how they react, what kind of tomatoes they're throwing, you know, if they're if they're throwing bottles or if or if they're throwing joints, you know, it's they gotta gauge it on spot. You go out in full body armor. No, I've never tried this before, but try like a little stand up. But that's probably how Smoke Rules is gonna be rocking. It's gonna be some kind of little stand up something. Who knows? Talk show. I don't know. What do we want to show people? I want to show people marijuana around the world. What's happening with it? How there's people being beat up right now for marijuana. There's people smoking a joint, getting laid right now for marijuana. I mean. Not with marijuana. They're smoking marijuana, getting laid. Uh, although I have seen a pine cone dipped in glue, a ganja cola dipped in glue. That thing looked cool. Um, perversion sidetrack. The uh, all these things are happening. There's a cop beating someone down because they were smart at him about smoking a joint. And so that person's freaking feeling unhappy right now. There, there's someone that probably being murdered right now because they, they, um, they wanted to get some herb, and they're in the wrong part of town. Uh, there's someone on the ground gagging because someone laced their herb with something. Somebody put some dr- some drugs in their herb and poisoned them, and they're hurting there's a whole bunch of more other people on the ground laughing hysterically having fun you know i'm not trying to look at all the bad parts but it's also it's we gotta gotta take the good with the bad you know it's like there's all these awesome things about marijuana but it's been illegal (laughs) people have been hurting to bring it to us so many people have like lives just destroyed by the different systems or cartels or drug lords or they got fronted and they lost the herb or something big worm got them you know over what was it an ounce Smokey had in, in Friday an ounce you know big worm wanted to shoot freaking him for an ounce a bullet you know like, Hi, it's Friday. You fucked up. You know, that's not even really fucked up. It's just so funny. It's just like, I like, I, I dig her, but it's not really me getting fucked up. I have not been fucked up on herb in a while. Like, it is just tolerance. I just, it relaxes me. It, it pushes pain away, you know. And that's nice. It doesn't, like, cure all. It's something interesting, though. It's like, okay, when Miss Molly's playing, when I'm playing with Miss Molly, like, herb feels different. It's it's not exactly the same, like, how, how it affects me. Like, further in on Miss Molly, maybe I had, like, a little vapor hit at one party, and I was like, oh, wow, that was really cool. I, I could feel that in a good way. But the other way, it didn't feel like it was doing anything. That makes any sense. I don't know. And next, we're gonna try crack in the vein. So I just, I just bubble on a spoon. And I push the spoon in. Ah! No, I don't do that. 
I don't smoke tobacco anymore willingly. I had one, maybe two puffs, but one puff of a cigarette in Costa Rica. That was enough. What's great is like tobacco has a nasty ass taste. You know, once you don't smoke it for a while, it's a nasty ass taste. So it's like too bad, like a lot of other things don't have like nastiness about them to be like, remind you not to do them. You know, is it unprotected sex? Uh, hey, you know, these bumps, uh, they'll, they'll just give them to somebody else. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's all these other things where it's just like, hey, you know, the good out, the good feeling outweighs the bad part of it. <laughs> you know, the drugs. Oh, I know this needle was used by that guy that's dead in the corner, but oh, oh. <laughs> there's all these, all these things that just like humans, we want to get off. I mean, is, is, is the body get off? Is like the body's got, uh, you know, where you get that climactic apex where you just, uh, uh, straight out of like Sleeping in Seattle. Is that that movie? Something Seattle, yeah. Sleepless. Yeah, where she's just at the diner. Just, uh, uh. I mean, I bet you she was squeezing. She was kegling. Kingling, right? Kegling down below during that seizure. And maybe, I don't know. You know, it's it's all it's all what we project into it. It's all what energies we give something. If if we want to find energy, something, be it sex or walking down the park or or you know mugging people on the street or or shoplifting or. Or other other stupid or voting. Oh, oh, I voted. Oh, oh, or from or Wanda who Wanda really liked uh, uh, languages. Mozzarella. Oh, that that was just I saw a fish called Wanda recently. It just, she was just oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, she got some beautiful manly shoulders. Yeah, I like that. It shows she's strong. She could lift stuff. You know, she, she could put her own tire on her car. You know, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, she just lifts the car up, beep, pops the tire on. Go, girl. Uh-uh. Go, Jamie. She always had that, like, short haircut. What does she look like with long hair? Maybe she's in something long. I don't know. Closet filled with her pictures. Got a garage. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that would be so bad. Oh my god, forget that Um, What else What else is on the plate today Of low-headedness Having fun Making do in new societies Where you've got to pee into a cup You know, let's let's come back after that Let's Let's go do something that will Like Make us wish we didn't have to pee in a cup you know what I'm saying? Be like, oh man, if I didn't smoke that joint. Okay, so uh, happy news. Uh, Snoop. I mean, like, a lot of these songs are like copywritten. 
So, and my phone with music on it was also, well, he didn't really want me just to play those, rhyme over those. Like my, my buddy Soup gave me like all oh, these just fat beats. Like, oh, oh, and your napkin kind of beats. You're just like, oh. I mean, if you're listening before, they're pretty fat and the levels were off on them. So I apologize about that was in a phone that's not here. But I made a backup, but it not but that backup is not in the phone that's in front of me. So as this highly professional cracked microphone does its thing. Chimichang Chong and Ringo. I um uh, I'm just glad I have I have you guys to talk to, you know, sometimes there's not really people to talk to in the world. We're all fighting our individual battles. And they say battles don't have to be uphill. You don't have to fight the battle alone. But really, every battle is uphill. And every battle we're really fighting alone. Because we come down to it, we're each individuals. And we can come together as teams, as partners, as friends, and work on things together. Work on things. You look at things, there's always the dividing line where it's really two alones working together that, you know, makes a team. I guess that's the definition of a team. When you're with someone, you're not alone. But, uh, um, but this herbalist, I, I've, I've spent a, a good amount of time on a mountain alone, and I, I recommend that to people, not just be stranded out there, like grab, grab a chihuahua or a dog or two dogs or some saber-toothed tigers and go grow some stuff out on the mountain grow on the mountain because it's beautiful just to get away from the congestion of society in the city and it's good to get away from people too like I found when I got off the hill I was so much more adamant to want to hang out with people because there was no one on the mountain but drunks and I I don't like hanging around drunks where it's like alcohol is part of the schedule, (laughs) you know? Oh, look, it's time to drink. I mean, fuck. Sorry. Come on. There's like, alcohol really messes with the head. That it does. And living on the mountain without other people to talk to, some neighbors, cruising by. It was a good good time by myself. I was really stoked. Had uh, two awesome chihuahuas up there, Carmelo and Penny. And it was beautiful in the rains and the fog and the mist, getting up when the sun comes up, watering the plants, taking care of the plants, carrying the water, preparing for projects, digging, digging out areas to grow plants. Um, really, uh, really, really fun. I liked it. And it was my own, my own pace. And doing it on such a low-end budget, I really didn't get out as much. Like, if I was able to have more of an investment, um, more prepared, or did it this way or that way, or did it with a real professional grower helping me out. 
I would have probably harvested more. We had a lot more to do. But the whole the whole process, it's fun. It's growing. It's, it's something to do to nurture a plant. To care for another creature. Like, so many people just grab the male plants and just, they're dead, <coughs> destroyed. When those guys carry a lot of CBD oil in them, especially in the roots, they have a lot of fiber. They're edible. The tea is good. They're lives. They're alive. Living beings. They're just discarded. You know? Destroyed. I mean, they're needed on the battlefield because the other plants, if they don't smell a male, they'll hurt me out. They'll grow their own set of balls. If there's no male around, it's in our genetics that the call, the need to smell the hormones of the opposite sex, it's a calling. It's like it makes us feel different. Smelling one of the opposite sex. Probably, I'm a guy, so I can't really say, but sometimes I smell some dudes that just make me go, <laughs> no, no, like, you girls, you, you know, you probably know each other's smells. I smell each other a little better. Um, but as a guy, you know, it's usually the dude smells like stinky sweat. Uh, dude needs a shower. Like, people do not bathe themselves in vinegar. Get rid of that stinky, stink, stink ass, stink butt, cheese, whatever people smell of. I get the DMV here in Washington. Oh, man, you just get everybody in that room together. And she's like, please, just shower. Like, before you come in, wash off. I mean, okay, I can't give you shit for smelling like tobacco. I smoked for 15 years. Okay. But other than that, other than the tobacco, you just got to smell better. People got to do it. You got to buy new shoes. You can't buy secondhand shoes. You just can't do it. Because that has that other person's foot stench that they've been growing. So that biological hazard now becomes your own biological hazard. Oh, man, I'm getting so sidetracked. You guys are fun. I, I I really appreciate the feeling I get talking. It, I don't know what empathy is or just feeling like there's people out there listening that are they're enjoying my mayhem. <laughs> they're like, oh, this Jay-Z guy makes some funny points. He's a goof. You know, he's just doing his thing. You know, it's okay. People need to do their thing, and he tells people. He's encouraging. I see him trip, fall, and skip, and snubble. You know, it makes me not feel so bad if I trip, fall, skip, and snubble. You know? So, uh, I think we need to get some snubbling on. It's the 8 past 5 5. Woot woot. And, uh, you know, we, we got a little lion roar coming. Schmoopa. See if this button wants to work today. <laughs>
Them a walk in the talk about this one. Them a laugh and go on about that the one. Hey, what you want, you can't get to get the. And the problem will get real dirty, dirty. Say, who feels it knows? And I suppose that you never know. Oh, you reap what you sow. Can't let the corn when the peas won't see grow. No. No, 
Tuesday and Thursday. Whatever they lack in beauty, they make up for in fighting spirit. <laughs> and the races are easy to fix. I've heard all these terrible stories of this place. <laughs> the bloodthirsty slaves murdering their masters. <laughs> That's a good story. It's well told, ever-evolving. Yeah, but alas, untrue. But the skeletons that we saw... I bought the those from a gypsy in Bukhara. Now, I crafted our lurid reputation in order to fend off the most insidious evil that's been lurking in this forsaken country of ours. You know what I'm talking about? Taxes. Not these Persians. With their armies, their fortresses, their roads. <laughs> Who pays for it all, eh? The small businessman. See, that's why I started a little campaign. To spread some false notoriety. I spread it like a venerable disease in a Turkish harem. <laughs> Behold the mighty ostrich! <laughs> Come on, 
the tax collectors steer clear of me and my customers. Everybody's happy. To all the roughneck massive. To all the roughneck crew. Roughneck, roughneck, fella, roughneck, get it. Roughneck massive. Roughneck, roughneck, fella, roughneck, get it. Roughneck crew. Roughneck, you don't flip it, don't stop. Oh, you roughneck, you know you keep it on top. You make the dance all move non stop. You roughneck because you know the other side. Can't be that they rub a bounce up his side. Bounce up, bounce up, load it up his side. Yeah, but that they rub a neck big day. This is DJ Rock and Mallory Rock and Tune Tuesday. Yeah, me take a side out here, you take it from the bench, from the mic, you're ready to damn day. Yeah, you know you're gonna make it down the damn bar. You take a rubber rubber.
Jesse Jabaja from the Rasta Cruise. Rasta Cruise coming down like you never heard. We drop the beats, we drop the treats, we drop it so dryly. Come down, it goes the style. Fingers and wings and saw yourself your inner core and journey and search out what you need to and make it much more than anyone can ever find. Because you know. Life, it is not always exciting. Sometimes it is a war. So we've got to roar and make our bite. We've got to take it. We've got to light. We've got to create it. We've got to ignite it and soar and put air under our wings and lift and help our balloons get to the utmost atmosphere and fly so sky. Oh, let the wind carry thee to the upper yonders. Touch the moon. Touch the moon. Dance with the sun. Dance with the sun as she flies across the sky. Such an art being of fire. Sun Ra Mama, the bringer of life. Oh, you bring the life to the land. Mother, fire, spirit. Oh, what can we think? I don't know. I just know that this is Smoke Rules Radio. Smoke Rules Radio. Bringing you the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative worldwide. 99 plants for you, me, him, her, everybody. Yeah. Must be human is the caveat. Yeah. Sorry, no corporation saying, hey, I'm a corporation. I own... All these plants. Nah. Ah, ah. Well, the, the worldwide movement, it is, uh, it is very different in different regions. It is in regions. There's so many different places. Brought to you by...
talking to the mic. I'm here to do it right. I'll let you know I like to light. I'm not here to push. No, I don't want to fight. I'll let you know that I'm not about arguing tonight. I want to make it fair. I want to make it true. Let you know what. Share with you the fantastic future with the Mary of the Mary Jane. We can get it going around a world style. I'll let you know what we can save. It's all mile for mile. And see and bring and let you see the green. Because you know we're all one big team. We want to bring it for our health. We want to bring it for relaxation. We want to bring it for recreation. I thought that was a park. But you know what? Here We're going to start. We're going to do it light. Right, right. Let's just see. We're going to go on. Uh, yeah, we got the might, the green, the gray, the under goo. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Ooh. Such a golden brew. What do we find? Thought you knew. <laughs> oh, have a little fun. I don't know time to do what to do when you get on the green. Then down on the town. Gonna get on the town. Gonna run down the farm. Gonna get on the town. Gonna grab my purse. Gonna grab my notes. Gonna get on down. Gonna get my juice. Gotta get my goods. Gotta get my food. Gotta get on down to the goody goo. Goody goo. We gotta goody goo. Gotta get myself my goody goo. For my trees like my goody goo. It's such a good goo for you with a little mix of my tea. What you want to know? Oh, baby green, baby green, baby green. You're looking so mean up. Oh, obscene. So obscene. So obscene. Miss Vegas. Oh, I like to go. Let you know where I like to show. I like to see what you can be. 20 foot tall. Yeah, you. Yeah, baby, so got more twine, got more twine than Barbara Soap. Wrapping up, flowing trope. Let you know we go, 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 go. Get all green. Let her arms stretch so long. Come on here, you get the long. Stretch and pull, stretch and pull. Come on in. You got to drool at this plant. Gonna make you rant. Gonna make you right. Gonna take a picture. Gonna get a sketch artist. Gonna get it. Gonna get part of this gonna make it go gonna fill the shopping cart list and have what you do up on tarp with this so I go and I roll and I do what I do bo having fun doing one doing on ding ding dong and done ding tang never son I just like that fun fun my name's your son yes it's wrong have a little fun and take a turn take say I like to go oh oh all right, uh, that, you know, make no sense. Uh, you know, I, I throw words together. They got this, it's like a sense thing. You know, you're listening. You're like, that shit don't make no sense. You're talking about space aliens harvesting the marijuana. What's what's going on? You think uh, you you really think we got the best weed in the galaxy? Think Kelly. Yeah. I ain't smoked no Washington yet, no Oregon. They kind of stole my smoke, but because Cali weeds are so good, they're just like, Cali weed was emanating like you got the Cali license plates. Cali weed, Cali weed, Cali weed. You know what I'm saying? That guy's got pounds in his car. He's got everything. 
I mean, why did they take the big bass speaker? Is that that's that's heavy? Yeah. All right. Anyhow. Wow. What was I doing? Thank you for the birth. Oh, this journey is worth. Everywhere gonna search. For that green earth. Oh, thank you for that birth. run around on this earth. We'll plant what's worth. On this good ganja green turf. Cash and money from the internet surf. kids and nerf what's life worth Nothing said is approved by another living soul on the planet, let alone the Board of California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, because they're not really the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative Worldwide Board, and this show's not exactly part of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, but it is. But it isn't. It's like being at like 1,400 places at once, multicast. Get that stuff out there. And does that drop dream, 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 dream in the beginning? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I'm stoked. Because there's lots of mayhem. And it's good to sit there and be judged. Be judged. Let people choose if your, your voice is worth listening to. Let us go in there and discern from one person to the next and be like, yes, this person has more value than the next. And I will spend my precious seconds listening to the mayhem. Two hours. 
<laughs> Sweet. Thank you. You're awesome. That's that's uh, at some points in my life as my things get more settled and I accept uh, a box filled with walls instead of metal walls and glass walls. Um, yeah, baby. For right now, this show is a road show. It is. And this week, some of the antiques we get to look at is this guy. He started the new marijuana.org back in 1998. Way back in the day. And uh, giving out stickers for cannabis legalization. Back when, like, Dana Beal was doing this million marijuana march back back in the day. And so some things that come off, like, why isn't this guy all serious all the time kind of stuff, you know? It's just like, why isn't he just like, starts reading the news. Because you can go grab Google and type a word and then put the word cannabis at the end and look under news and find so much stuff about news. Like, you want me to regurgitate what you can find elsewhere? Here's my opinion on other people's opinions of other people's opinions of other pe- Like, wh- who had the first opinion? Like, everything's an opinion off of another opinion off of another opinion. So just straight up, I'm going to break it and just make my own opinions as they come forward. And from other people I hear and see and talk about, you know, because you've got to find comfort. Like, if you've got that itch... But sometimes you just can't get carried away. You're like, it feels so good. Just keep going. Guys, be open, open-minded to the fact that we're human. We're on this planet. We're not exactly sure what our purpose is, except to procreate and make more of us. People are so stupid. Our purpose is to protect the planet. Hello, people. Here, I'm knocking on the phone without making sound. Isn't that awesome? Less clicks and pops in this show. So it's like protecting the Earth is our only... And harvesting gold for aliens, blah, blah, blah. But pretty much protecting the Earth is our... And the animals and this whole place around us is our only... Our only flag. The earth is our flag. As we tarnish and burn it. As we overfill it with people. That. Our housing construction standards are so dense. That where's nature fit in. To when someone decides to turn. What's been an uh, open field probably once had trees or even a treed area, turned that into a whole bunch of houses. The animal roads that used to be in there, like, where's these animal roads? Like, how are these animals supposed to do their animal things if we keep getting denser? That's good to spread out. We've got to make sure that there's animal Animals can do their thing. Now, we've got rid of the grizzly bear because they kept eating people, you know? The grizzly bear was like, 
not so nice. You know, he's a good creature, you know, but it uh, it really um, it really uh, is dangerous to humans. We got rid of it. That and also obviously the Solaraptor. That was first on the list. It is actually there's these stones, Ica stones, South America, Peru. Sixty thousand of them they've found these these egg shaped stones that have carvings on them. They're not fully egg shaped. I mean, I'd say it's, you know, but roughly you know parts are, are a little pointier on one side. Other, I don't know. Anyhow, they're these depictions of these. Warriors, the South American warriors, on dinosaurs, riding them with spears. Some of them attacking the riders. Some of them going into battle. Some of them uh, were like the Anastasi lines. Did I say that right? The Anastasi. That's my dyslexia for you. The one where there's the the space airport down there, all the lines on the ground, and you see all the animals from space. That that airport. Um, that's just so amazing that these stones exist. They can't really date them, but that people were around when like they're riding the dinosaurs. Like life was so tough. You had to go take your dinosaur to the store. You had to go get it shooed. You had to jump on the thing. You had to saddle it. You know, you had to keep it. You had to brush its teeth. Like, because they get a lot of meat in there, right? They got jaws. They're not like riding an iguana. I just came back from Galapagos Island. They got an iguana the size of a buffalo. Yeah, we just rode that. Woohoo! Now, uh, <laughs> there we go. So a lot of those creatures that humans knew about, we knew about these things. And maybe it's not even just exactly humans because it doesn't mean humans left all these. It means that an ancestor of the Homo sapiens at some point in the lineage, created these stones and left them because obviously we were around the lizard beings. They were still evolving. They they had to have been. You know, that the Oroch, you guys heard about the Oroch, the ancient cows that lived up to 400 years ago in Germany? Such giant cows that are four to five times bigger than the ones we have now. And we're talking cows with giant horns. You know, you just don't mess with these guys. They're, uh, they're beautiful, beautiful creatures. But these giant beasts roam the planet around us. And so people wonder why there's so many things about, you know, praying to bulls. It wasn't the bull. It was the auroch. What we think of the bull is a tiny sibling compared to the size of the auroch. That was this giant mammal. Mashed whatever the heck it wanted because it used to have to fight 
some big beasts that are no longer here. So it's like these creatures evolve on the planet and selectively start destroying out other creatures. Pretty much anything that could hurt us. It doesn't matter if it was the monarch butterfly. If they said that since the monarch butterfly is poisonous, that we've got to eradicate it. Humans will do this because it could hurt us. And it's in our nature. We're programmed to weed out and destroy other creatures that harm us. The, those big skull dudes, elongated skull dudes, where are they hiding? You know, they were hiding. They were getting the heck away from humans. Humans were are a very upset creature because we are a mix of so many things and we've been tampered with in ways we have yet to add on our evolutionary scale that it's it's like, it's like trying to function like we have this knot in our neck okay all humans have this this knot that was put in our neck to shorten our lifespans and maybe even create uh, issues while alive like oh my neck's always hurting oh my neck's always this my neck's always that you know where it's always a focus where genetics were messed with to slow our growth of teeth so our teeth so we don't regrow teeth as fast Um, so we don't genetically change as much like we look around and there's a lot of different humans on this planet and we're at the time of humanity when all cultures can mix with every culture all right and have been for a while and their children have been for a while and so on and so we're right at that crest right now where in some i guess it'd be eugenics anti-eugenics no not eugenics but like, you know, people that want to keep the race pure, one of their reasons is saying everyone will just become um, a mutt. Uh, that will just become a, gr- not gray is a weird word, uh, that will just become like one of everybody or something. And, well, that's how <laughs> these cultures were made in these geographic areas because they're together for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. All right, hundred, 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 and more, and so they kept the same traits, and so they kept bouncing around, and so they ended up being related to each other through some whatever because they're in a small valley, you know, they don't have a big pool, and now with more genetic diversity around us, there's groups that are against the world becoming one genetic um, mix as it would be like everyone would be one mutt as everyone over the next thousand years will have gotten with someone from another culture along their way, you know, so give it a thousand years, right? And that means that people will be 
have stronger resist, resiliencies, resistances. Um, people will be, will be more open-minded. Because that's, that's how cultures, it's the slow conquering of a culture when a culture comes in and mates with everyone. When a group of people come in and spread their values and everything through women. And be it women coming in doing this or men doing this, different groups, different cultures being absorbed but also absorbing. Your culture plus my culture equals now. And that's what humanity's been over and over and over and over. One group of people conquers another group of people. Um, They spread uh, their genetics this way or these people conquer those people. It's usually always been conquering. Uh, but also other tragedies too. I would imagine that exoduses of people from from regions due to uh, tire, well, I guess another conquering, but but uh, um, geological stuff. The earth could be doing something weird, so people move from one area to another area. But a big group of people, a big, we'd say, fishbowl of genetics of people move and they bring their diversity and their their uniqueness and we're all just really the same anyhow we've just been separated for a little while grabbed a little differences and then brought back together and then add some more differences and then separated again and then grab some differences so the, the life on the planet is is a uh, I mean, people want to be purists. Morgan Freeman, kind of a kind of a schmuck, says uh, Obama is not African American. You know, you're like, but the guy is dark skinned. A lot of people they don't even they they already got over everything during I guess his campaign trial. But I mean, his mother is um, is Anglo, and I mean, he's definitely very dark, but like people call him African American, and people should also call him Anglo. He's white and he's black. You know, it's it's just caught in the middle. I'm I'm Jewish, and I'm Christian. I'm Jewish and I'm German. You know, I'm American Indian, and I'm Hessian. You know, Germans that came over to fight against the colonials back in the day. Great, great, great. Something grandpa was like, uh, no. <laughs> Just ran off with the Indian princess on, on one one of the many trees. But that's just, you know, the things that seem glamorizing today. There's so much more glamorizing things I imagine that are happening in the world. That, uh, cause that, that back then, you know, life hasn't always been so so smooth and simple for us humans and what brought us here you know everything that has let us be ourselves our foreparents have had to do a lot to survive and be raised you know more and raise more children and, and accidents survived war survived famine survived 
assault survived. Animals survived. Wolves used to love us. Humans were tasty. And not just, I say the word humans. Uh, bipedal apes are tasty. Bipedal chimpanzees are tasty. So, it's, uh, we've had to run a lot. And it's so, it's so beautiful to look at what is our, our, our past, what we are. Like, this is, it's so, it's so awesome how we connect together. What, what brought us here to today, you know, it's, it's sweet. And individually, it seems like, oh, there's always more people. There could be somebody else that could replace me. There's always somebody else I could do what I do. And that's so untrue. Everybody is so unique. And though there's so many of us, we all come to the table with our duty of protecting the planet and not hurting each other because we're part of the planet. Simple. You're know, living happy lives. So, and there's, there's like the overprotecting. There's like, was that living in spaceships above the planet protecting, not touching the earth anymore or the simple things like recycling, like, not raking constantly because all the other small creatures that help take care of the soil can't move around if you're raking and it's not moist underneath for them. Um, it's a simple thing, you know, watering, you know, uh, if you're watering, you like aerate your water a little, like let it sit in the bucket for a minute. If you really want to help the environment, let the chlorine evaporate so that, the, it doesn't kill the microbes as, you, as you're pouring onto the water because the microbes are the, the little worms in the soil turning the soil. They're the real workers on the planet. We're stepping and crushing the workers and destroying the little busy bees that keep the world going. It's, we're such a beautiful, amazing place and we're constantly harming it. And it's trying to listen and be aware and pay attention and watch and see how we affect. Is are we affecting positively? See, I mean, we have a lot of needs as humans. Like, hi, we're alive. We need to eat. We need some kind of shelter. Um, we we like knowledge a whole bunch. Um, probably missing a few things that since we're here, we would be taking up space from what nature could be doing. You know, it's like maybe that clump of soil has a whole like groups and families of people doing stuff that aren't much different from what we're going through here. As you run through with the bulldozer, the cars or the shovel or who knows what? We're always treading on the earth. Like the earth says, hey, it's okay. Just poop and pee anywhere. <laughs> earth don't care. The earth is like, I will devour you soon enough. You know, the earth will raise you and eat you. So it's like the land we're in is, it's scary 
you know, you think about that. It's like, uh, you mean the second that I seem like I'm the slowest in the flock, that wolf is going to get me, <laughs> you know, if I, if I scratched my knee that day or, uh, uh, like I was, I don't know, I twisted my ankle that morning and or something and I, I, I was limping and the cheetah just said, hi, I can run 70. <laughs> you know, I have hot sauce. Do you have any great poop, huh? <laughs> and she was like, you're not a cheetah. I can eat you, you know? Because what cheetahs do, they're running from lions. They're running from all sorts of things. So, yeah, man, wow. sidetracked. It's like when using the microphone, like back in the day, microphones did not also have, um, like, uh, vibration devices. They wouldn't vibrate on you, and so, and the friends wouldn't bug you through them. <laughs> Microphones don't do that today. What do you mean? Microphones come with the camera and memory cards and the screen and a phone and, and right <clears throat> and a hot plate and a scale and a laser cutter and a flashlight and a parachute and like self-defense whistle and uh, you know the the, the headphones become like that molecular whip where we just cut through things with them. That's cool, dude. Dude, giant mnemonic. We believe in you, brah. You got crazy world coming ahead. That'll be a remake. Oh, man. But whatever. When Keanu Reeves rolls over in his grave. <clears throat> so, I'm not starting a rumor. 100% starting a rumor. Keanu Reeves has recently supported the marijuana industry by uh, putting advertisements about, starting a rumor, about anti-Proposition 64 um, initiative out there, starting a rumor. Uh, Johnny Depp has put forward uh, multiple millions of dollars to help inform Americans and Californians that uh, corporatization of marijuana is a bad idea. <clears throat> putting out a rumor. <clears throat> Thank you, Johnny Depp. Yes, that was brought to you by our uh, our, our rumor mill. What uh, celebrities should really be doing with their money? You know, hi, have you seen my house? It's so beautiful. I have all these people stay in it that I think they're my friends, but they really eat all my food. And and like, yeah, uh huh. I have a one small house cabin and one animal, and like all that money for a big house. I went and helped with like a really good noble cause and now like dolphins can fly. You know, do something. Help nature out. Help upgrade nature. Like if dolphins need wings, yo, let's get it done. Because it takes teamwork to do these things. We're all like lone solo Han pilot John Fernando, but there's really Chewbacca's inside of us but sometimes Chewbacca's sitting next to us and we didn't take some hallucinogens. You're like, whoa, dude, Chewie's here. Sweet. We could actually operate more parts of the Millennium Falcon. You know, like Chewie, you know, Chewie for president. You know, Chewie's mother 
was from another part of Tatooine than the father. And it was really difficult for the different... Like, if the thing is going to be, like, straight out of the mind, you're like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't seem like that, that creature packs much, but the sound the other cre- the female creature makes, woo-hoo, be cracking crystals. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It has some fun. So, yeah, this whole premise, Smoke Rules Radio, it's just for fun. It's for candy. It's for some fun things to, like, think about when going through the marijuana movements and being how wacky and zany it is. Like, you know, there's that voting thing coming up. Um, do what you can do with that. You know, if you were able to register, if you're able to get get things together that you wanted to get together, you know, that's super awesome. Do, do, do what you can. If you weren't, if you're only able to gripe about the bullshit of the political system and the process and the bickering that goes on to try to find proper leaders. It's a circus show, you know? It's a high-paid, or not high-paid, but high-glamour political process for the coffers and their agendas. We don't get to see the agendas on the table, like, this person supports that, this person supports that, this person's agenda is this, this person's agenda is that. We don't get to see that. Um, I mean, do you throw Michelle Obama up there? Friend was telling me, like, there we go. More, more mayhem. People we don't even know about. Last minute, unresearched. Run the nation. You know? We don't know anything about some of these people. Now run the nation. You know, it's... You got... You know, and it is a circuit. You got to be thankful. Because if you're not thankful for what you're doing, what are you doing it for? You know, it's... Like, if you're shoveling shit, do you love your dog? You know? You know, if cleaning up the broken branches after a windstorm in the yard, do you love the shade of your tree? There's always negatives with every positive. There, there can't be a purely positive anything because our world is all about balance. Because no matter... What we do in one direction, no matter how hard hard we push or how hard we pull, the other direction is just the same. And there's no movement. So it's just working on trying to be a zen of oneself, one's world, just watching the ants run by, do their thing. Working on my own projects or thoughts. Watching life happen. Without it adversely affecting you. 
without life. Trying to beep at you every minute. It does. It's like your rubber, I'm glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Right? Like, life has got all these things going on. It's just trying to be impervious. Try to find that strength. Try to take those challenges. Not as insults. As real challenges. As real, like, get up and go. Life is a challenge. It's not here to insult you. Stubbing your toe on something, is that an insult? Is that a challenge? Or a challenge to find focus amongst pain? A challenge. Life has always been a challenge. It's always been a fight. Survival amongst the elements, amongst the food. Trying to create ideas and projects. Trying to share things with people or find funding to make things that someone may be like, oh, this is a great thing, but I just need the funding and I just need the hand. I just need the... And so many dreams and hopes that have never come to fruition because we're caught in this economic battle of time, of duties, what we feel we're obligated to do, when really we're only obligated to our heart and our family. Finding your heart and finding your family. Now, family members, they got demands. So they can bugger off half the time with so many freaking demands. But they're still there after, after the difficulties. And that's family. Uh, I'm not saying you go be mean to each other and then make up. But it's... And so... Trying to... Find that with people that we didn't grow up with. People that... Are new to us. Their viewpoints are new and we're trying to... Understand. And grow... Never wanting to trap or hold down to nurture and flourish. And just enjoy. Life is just life is just life. It's fun. So many cool things going on. Oh I love it. I think there's into devices or electronics, there's that, there's words, there's written things, there's movies, there's songs, there's trees, there's 
food. There's so much cool diversity to get into the world and just be really good at something. It's like, oh, I want to be a culinary artist at this kind of food or something. Just study so much about it. (laughs) Just become like the master about something. This is the Cannabis Culinary Arts of Smoke Rules Radio, where today we have an imaginary chocolate shop that every kind of marijuana has chocolate in it. It's amazing. You wouldn't think there could be so much stuffing of chocolate inside marijuana, but somehow, like, after I took a bite, I looked over and I saw one of my socks on the ground. I didn't know how that happened. I don't remember that. Like five minutes had passed. But I think I was still standing in the same place. There were more open, empty wrappers on the ground than I thought before. But my sock was off of me on the ground. I must have knocked it off. The chocolate's so good. It'll let you know who's daddy, mommy. Freddie Mercury and Zango. Here's the fertilizers in the house. I'm here to drop some seeds of thought, seeds of wisdom, some random smiles. Like, why not? Like, if you're not smiling in life, then you really shouldn't be listening to the show because you did not enjoy shit about this show. <laughs> like, if you can't smile, like, this show was probably not enjoyable, and I apologize. Or any of my shows were probably not enjoyable because I'm just goofing around. I'm just trying to have some fun to bring some light to the cannabis mayhem. Some shows, I get deeper into the political end. Some shows, deeper into the taxation end. Some shows into the the rhyme and freestyle and some shows with poetry. And that didn't quite make it right now because there's a few seconds left on the counter. Tick, 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 tick. And I guess it did. Where is it? 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 Okay, here we go. Five cars for you. All right. Danielson Bandarando. Daniel San Banjanda. Okay. So, in this fantastic, beautiful, magnificent, awesome world that we call life, I like that. Uh, where is this one? Yeah! Uh, this one's Cat's Alley. This is sick. Cat's River. Down on Cat's River. Don't you get caught now? Around the past the alley where the tree's shady, now in the boss meow's field, carry the wrong cheese, which is bleed, howling screeches heed, down on Cat's River, nine lives floating downstream, life is mean, down on Cat's River, don't go after dark now, around past the dumpsters, where the wind is whistling wary, fur brawls crawling up to call. Now island just cheese, string dealings, cat umbri and necktie, 
oh, medieval feline fraternizing down on Cat's River. Nine tails caught my eye. Life expense eye down on Cat's River. Swaggering smile purrs down on Cat's River. Ha <laughs> ha. Knock that one out. Life is a kick. Mary Jane, so sweet, the kindness, temptress, she opens my eyes to see the world so detailed, the warmest spirit. She surges my blood to feel through any pain. Mary Ninety seconds. Mary Jane, so sweet to me, she listens to all my heart aches. She calms me when I'm worked up. She cleans my ears to think warmly, the most compassionate flower. She tickles my nose. The brightest hues to any news. Mary Jane, so sweet to me. She holds my hand through the fog. She pulls my cheek when it's bleak. She opens my lungs to inhale life. The most sought after savior. Mind to soar. The stickiest smile she wears. Opens my senses, awareness full. The most romantic, daring lover. She cares for me when I need to believe. Mary Jane's so sweet to me. I know she'll be nice to you, too. Mary Jane's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, random, random, random. Ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's some, some writings are uh, really, really awesome. Some of them are just like just squirts of emotion. Get that out of me. So I can look at it and poke it with a stick and move on. Smoke Rules Radio. Ten seconds. We're we're here, bringing her to you through the electric lines. It's in the power socket right now. You got to pull it out yourself and imagine it and smoke it like the air guitar. California Cannabis Hemp Initiative worldwide, because in democracy. We the people make the rules. Thank you. Hope you guys have a really beautiful, beautiful night. Big hugs, smiles, and mugs of ganja beer. All right. Much love, my friends.